imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty, starving to eat Palms are sweaty, heart starting to beat About to get beheaded cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA by giving us vaccines These elite Satanists are the psychoists They preparing our bodies to accept the microchip Can you imagine walking into a Wells Fargo Not being able to withdraw money because you ain't got a barcode your right hand or your forehead if you don't take the mark of the beast you're gonna fall to the floor dead head cut off bodies squirming our own government acting like nazi germans they want us to live in fear filled with uncertainty one world government under one currency i can categorically say that this is end times this virus is breaking us down just like an enzyme there's pedophiles leaving men and women childrenless these politicians are dummies and the devil's a ventriloquist Stemming from Epstein's Island Gavin Newsom ain't your governor He's a tyrant He took away everything That makes us happy and vibrant And put a mask on us To keep us silent Can you imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty Starving to eat Palms are sweaty Heart starting to beat About to get beheaded Cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA By giving us vaccines These elite Satanists Are the psychoists to accept the microchip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast Show. I'm your host, Josh Monday. If you don't know me, I'm a Christian rapper, devoted husband, and father. I'd like to introduce you to my uh, co-host. He's a Christian, devoted husband, and father. What's up, Jason? How's it going? Wonderful. Wonderful. How's everything going with you? Uh, it's going great. It's crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's get to it. We got the kids going, so life gets crazy. So we have a very special guest for you today. He's an author. He also has a YouTube channel uh, and a website. Uh, his website is ChristChurchOfTheHolyWord.com. That's all one word. And his book is Angels or Aliens. This is uh, going to be a super awesome book. Uh, I'm, I'm actually kind of digging deep into it as we as we speak. Uh, Pastor Jim Brulette, how's it going? Going great, Josh. And how are you doing, Jason? I'm finally glad to meet you. I've talked to Josh a couple of times. So I finally get to meet you now. <laughs> so it's angels or demons, or a- it's it's angels. It- or it's it's aliens. Uh, oh, angels. angels or aliens. Yeah, my bad. Let's make sure you guys could see that. Yeah. So go cop the book, guys. Okay. Uh, the, the thing is, all these gentlemen come on our show uh, for free. You know what I mean? I mean, we don't make any money off this podcast anyway. So I'm just saying they come on the show for free. So if you guys could at least uh, since they're spending their time, you know, go check out the book. You know, it's uh, you know, you can buy it on Amazon or, or you know, where else can you pick it up, Jim? Uh, I think Barnes and Noble, uh, you can, you can order it on our website. Oh, perfect. All right. Yeah. So guys check it out. Um, and, uh, you know, let's, let's get into it. Um, uh, so where, where would you like to start? You, you kind of gave us uh, an outline, um, uh, you know, you kind of shot me an outline, which I have, uh, where would you like to start, Jim? Did you want to start like an Ezekiel or, or, or any type of, of, uh, uh, or did you want to go just through your outline? How would you like to start, Pastor Jim? Well, I kind of thought I'd tell you a little bit about how the book came about. Okay. How, okay. Um, I, uh, uh, I personally uh, went through 12 years of Catholic school. And, okay. you know, for, for years I've described recovering Catholic. But um, the cracks within the, the actual uh, dogma of Catholicism started kind of cracking for me pretty early. Um, I, the first thing that I really remember is my grandmother gave me this great leather-bound uh, Bible storybook. Uh, I was in the third grade, I think. And I took it to school and my my uh, teacher just thought it was great, asked me if I could, uh, if she could use it in her preparing for class and stuff. I said, well, sure. A couple of days later, I go to school. Now, third grade, I'm pretty impressionable, right? And (laughs) um, 
she tells me, uh, hey, you got to take this home. I can't have it in the classroom. Uh, the principal said it's not a Catholic book and blah, 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 blah. And that, that's the first thing that I really remembered that doesn't make any sense about what they were teaching me and stuff, you know? Yeah. And, and then uh, the second thing probably was around the fifth grade. Um, I had always been taught that if you ate meat on Friday and died, you were damned to hell for eternity, you know? Oh, if you didn't make it to confession first and confess, you know. Yeah. So I show up at school one day in the fifth grade and everybody's happy and all the teachers, they tell me, um, the Pope said, it's okay, we can eat meat on Friday now, you know. <laughs> and something inside my brain just, uh, you know, wasn't. So anyway, I, I went to high school, Catholic high school. And by the time I went to college, I was, I mean, I was red meat for these professors that I had in college, you know. Mm -hmm. I couldn't defend anything. They found out I was a Christian. I couldn't defend anything. And I had a tremendous um, a lapse in my faith and uh, a crisis of faith, actually. And um, so um, I, I, went to, I went to school in Long Beach, went to City College, went to Long Beach State. And to be honest with you guys, I know, um, I know, uh, and uh, I appreciate your service. Uh, oh, thank you. You're a dirtbag? You went to the dirtbags? <laughs> um well I, you know i was this was vietnam time and okay. i i was involved in the very first lottery in 69 where everybody was in the lottery okay and, um you know they had the ping pong balls pop out of the machine and if it had your birthday then they put it you know well mine came out like 320 something so it kind of ended the whole Vietnam thing for me. And here I was in, I mean, I was without God and, and I mean, in a, in a pretty dark place from a lot of, a lot of times. And I ended up um, discovering Von Donegan's book, uh, Chariots of the God. Oh, okay. And a lot of the stuff in that book, you know, about the pyramids and about the landing strips all over the world and so on and so forth, it made a lot of sense to me. And um, I started uh, kind of uh, tabulating a lot of this stuff. And later, um, probably the biggest, biggest failure in my life, I got divorced and I ended up moving to uh, Arizona and in, uh, and I, I'll tell you guys, honestly, I, during those years through the seventies, I was, uh, I was lost. Uh -huh. we were lost on. before too. <laughs> yeah. well, we were lost before too. Believe me, Jim, yeah. we were both lost, like totally lost. So I, I, we get it. You know what I'm talking about. For sure. Yeah, we were on drugs and all that. Homeless. I've been homeless. I've been, I've been, you know, like you said, just just you're you were you were you were godless in a godless country with nothing. You had nowhere to go, nothing, you had no one to turn to, no one to talk to. I understand. No. I know what you're going through. No idea what I was doing here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was crazy. No purpose. No purpose. Well, in uh 1983, um, it was like it was like God stepped into my life, slapped me around a little bit, said, what the heck do you think you're doing, you know? And, um, and I got back into him and his word, and, and I've been an ardent uh, student of God's word ever since. Yeah. And, and at that time, you, got, you have to remember, I've, I've got this influence from, from Von Donegan, and um, I became almost obsessed with this idea. You guys know what the Bible says uh -huh. is that when Antichrist comes back to earth, he's going to bring his boys with him, his fallen angels with him, and they are going to have a lie or lies that uh -huh. are going to fool the entire world. 
In fact, the Bible says that um, God actually shortened the time because if he hadn't, there wouldn't be anybody that could survive the lie. So, so I became, I mean, I just, what, what story, what lie could this guy have that would fool even the elect Christians that go to church and believe. And so um, this, this thing started um, kind of maturing in my mind. And I actually, I've written, I, I've written a few um, fictional things. I used to write a lot of short stories and um, I came up with this idea for a short story to explain the lie of Satan in the end times. Uh-huh. And, um, and actually, if you get down to it, the, in my book, that's about the last quarter of the book is the story that, that, uh, haunted me for like about 20 years. It drove me into writing this thing. <laughs> so, and, and, um, after a lot of time, uh, you know, I was in the, I was in the bar business and, and uh, restaurant business out here in Arizona. And then I got back into education and lo and behold, again, God works in such mysterious ways. Um, in uh, 2011, I retired and I got a chance to go to Nicaragua and teach down there. And I had a lot of time and this book was on my mind. So oh, uh, nice. I put, I put it together at that point in time. So it's been cooking for 20 30 years with what were you what were you teaching when you said you were teaching what what were you teaching what subject um i got my my degrees in communication uh-huh. and um so i've always taught community interpersonal communication public speaking that kind of stuff awesome you're on a pod dude you're on a podcast right now jim so you get to use <laughs> all go. that all of it paid off you're here <laughs> i'm just kidding there you go <laughs> perfect well you know honestly one of the things that um i I discovered because I am a communication guy uh-huh. is that it's very important when you're reading the Bible that you have an idea what the words that you're reading meant back when they were being written. Yes, I agree. You know, and, and English is, uh, you, I mean, if you accept English, you're accepting somebody's translation. So that's why I'm big on uh, uh, strong. Strong's I think has the best tool out there for actually Strong's concordance. Yeah. Well, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, Jason. I think you would agree too, right? Right. Yeah, it's I, good I to go back it. to the Hebrew. Good to go back to the Greek. Yeah. Now, I right. personally the are different. Man. Yeah, it's crazy because they're the, the, even the translations they start going. You know, when they start getting newer translations, I think they start conforming to science and start conforming to stuff that uh that they found out scientifically that might not even be true you know what i mean i, I if you if, if that makes sense to you you know like i think they, the newer translations they start doing that uh and uh i i don't think they should do that i think they well, should it's because stuff. everybody wants the bible in the language that they want to read it in it it's like but when the when they translate it from hebrew to greek that's how it was because the greek was the most popular language back then but the greek is so elegant and so precise and so it's very precise. You need like what one one, one word one letter one word in the sentence has got to match like five criteria just to be inside there. So it's like very like the Septuagint. You know, it's translated by seventy scholars who 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 are new Hebrew inside and out. But Hebrew was a was a slave language. So it's but I decided it's it's hard to de- it's hard to decipher where you know where the actual translation might have been lost. But if you're talking about like, you know, like Nephilim or, or, or any type of stuff that, that the Bible is speaking about, you have to understand this is, like you said, God says what he means and or means, means what he says and he says what he means. So if, if the Nephilim are mentioned in the Bible and they're mentioned in other books and other uh, uh, countries and nationalities and, 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 and you know, like uh, Incans and Mayans and, and even Native Americans and, you know, the Greek, all these people have the same story. But the Bible only talks about it very, very shortly in a matter of a time. But I feel like they didn't have to talk about the Nephilim because they already, it was written back then. They already knew what they were. They already knew what they were capable of. They didn't need to be told what the giants were or what, or what this was, what that meant. We get it now. We try to throw in this whole giant, uh, 
like mythology or something to where it, it, it downgrades the, the Bible a little bit because they, they want to say, oh, that's just, it's giants, but they, it's, it was just tall people. Or whatever. <laughs> We don't know that. I don't know what was going on back then. I don't know who built the pyramids. I don't know who built the Sphinx. But somebody did, and I know it wasn't. I know it wasn't. It wasn't some sla- ten thousand slaves rolling up, center, <laughs> you know, two thousand t- sure. ton uh, uh, limonite, whatever it is. Those 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 things are made out of, and they're precisely putting it exactly the way Orion's belt is laid up. And you're gonna, and and they haven't sank. That's that's what that's what trips me out. The stuff like that hasn't even. Because a a pyramid is supposed to like corkscrew into the ground like after a while. It's not. It's not the one. The one in Vegas was uh was actually sinks, going. Yeah. Into well, it could build it correctly. Yeah. Here, but this one yeah, yeah. not. And how the heck did? How come it? How come there's no water that's been through there? How come they diverted the Nile away from? Or, or was the Euphrates or the Nile? They diverted it away from that part of the. the uh, there's no water there. I bet you if you throw water in that place. And you have a river going through it constantly. You're going to have a nuclear reactor or something powered that 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 powered the whole city. Everybody thinks they're stupid, and they were just like, oh, playing tapping stuff with their little you know rocks and stuff. <laughs> fire. We made fire. Uh, no, dude, these guys were smart, and they were very smart. And God even knew they were smart. So, right. I, I, I I understand where your interest comes from, Jim, when you start talking about because when when I read. I didn't read that book, Chariots of Fire, but I got into it a little bit and I started watching them on uh, ancient aliens and stuff. But the stuff, like you said, the stuff that you, you read in, in this stuff and these cultures or these stories are like, man, this kind of lines up with what the Bible says. And really, it, it really like, well, okay, well, did they get that from the Bible? Or was Chariots the- of Fire, I, I believe they got from Ezekiel. What do you think, Jim? I, th- I think so. And, yeah. and, and you know, there has to be some reasonable explanation for all this stuff. There's, I mean, we can't explain the pyramids today. Yeah, there, there has to be a reasonable explanation. Back to the Bible, uh, you know, one of the things I think has happened that we have to be careful of is a lot of um, a lot of old co- uh, commentaries that go back all the way to Augustus. You hear people, modern day teacher preachers, whatever you want to call people. Um, talking about Augustus thought this and <laughs> and all through the 1700s, 1800s and 1900s they they quote people from back then and base what they believe the uh, about the Bible on what these guys thought. And I can tell you firsthand, we have had so much prophecy revealed to us since I've been born. Uh-huh. That those guys, I mean, they had no idea what was coming down the, the pike, you know. Oh, yeah. That's true. I even I see it a lot in um, like because I I watch a lot of like Trinitarian versus like oneness Pentecostal like debates. And I watch a lot of debates because, I mean, these people like when they when they're going to go up on this stage and and debate this stuff, they're not. It's a professional debate. But I like to listen to other perceptions of of stuff just so I can have a grasp on it, because I never know who I'm going to have on my show. One time I can have somebody on my show that just hits me with some. Not, like they hit me something, let's say against the Trinity or, you know, against, I, I need to be able to be prepared for it. But um, long story short, I see a lot of them going back to people from the, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, I don't know, you know, back in 200 BC or, you know, 800 BC or, or, you know, they, they go back to all these different guys and it's just, it's interesting how they do that. That's true. But yeah, they, they, they don't even know, like they, they don't even know about all the deceptions that were happening. They have no idea about the secret societies. They have no idea about the Jesuits. They have no idea about all these different things that were happening. So it's like we're being deceived from many different angles that they had no idea about. You know, once you find out about all this stuff, it gets deep. And the deception for me, Jim, it gets even deeper than uh, for me. It gets even deeper than than what you were speaking about in the book. Like, I, I believe that even I mean, I. I don't like to always talk about this, but I believe the deception gets even deeper. Like when I read the Bible and I read Genesis, I believe, um, you know, like if you go through Ezekiel, for example, um, or if you go through like Ezekiel's account of going to heaven, you know, talking about the firmament and God's throne being above the firmament. If you go to like Paul's account, he says, I don't know whether I was in the body or out of the body. Right. And he went to the third heaven. Now, let me tell you something. It says in the Bible that God put the moon, sun, and the stars in the firmament. And in Ezekiel, it talks about God's throne being above the firmament, right? 
So when Paul talks about going to the third heaven, uh, if you go with the scientific, uh, you know, that, that, that let's say they say that the firmament is outside of the whole entire universe. Don't you think that Paul would know whether he was in the body or out of the body? Cause he'd have to travel trillions upon trillions upon trillions of miles to get to God. Right. Because God's throne is above the firmament. Right. So I just think it's interesting uh, that the two people that have actually got, I, cause I think Ezekiel, I know it's a vision, but he's still talking about going, you know, to, to heaven, seeing God's throne above the firmament. Right. I just think it's interesting. I, I believe that the deception goes even deeper than just the, the aliens coming. I believe they even lied to us about the, the shape of the earth. Uh, I believe NASA is a, a big deception. I believe that it's just a big money pit that we're just putting $60 million a day into. Uh, I believe some of the, I mean, actually all the pictures that they show us are CGI. Well, look how much money they spend to prove that God is trying to prove that God isn't real. I think they're just hiding the creator. That's uh, all they do all day long. They just try to prove right. that they, they put money into TV, space programs, <laughs> uh, Disney. They put it into. Uh, well, newspaper. Jim, Everything. you talk about it in your book, man. In the very beginning of your book, you're going through all these things that they're, they're trying to prove to us about aliens, right? They're also trying to prove to us that there's galaxies upon galaxies upon galaxies. They're trying to tell me that. The closest star is 4.6 light years away, which is 27 trillion uh, miles away. How the heck are they going to know that, first of all? Dude, but, I heard this, but Pastor Jim, how, how far do they try to place God away if God put the moon, sun, and the stars in the firmament, right? And the firmament is supposed to be solid. Uh, it's it's going to be stereoma in Greek. That's solid, right? So the firmament will be solid like a dome or whatever. Uh, a glass. Uh, what does he say uh, in, in Ezekiel? He says, um, uh, looks like sapphire, right? Green. So, I mean, what do you think, Jim, about that? Your thoughts? Well, I think that um, I, I I don't want to get into the firmament. Maybe we could do that at another time. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I just, I just, no, no. but <laughs> I, 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 you know, one of the things since I've been introduced to you guys, I've listened to a lot of your podcasts. So I kind of, I kind of feel like I have a pretty good um, understanding uh, of what on <laughs> some of the things that you guys think. And, and actually, um, I agree with most of it. Um, the, what, one of the things uh, that you guys did turn me on to mm -hmm. was uh, the whole moon thing. Now, oh, the moon landing. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been listening to my grandson for a couple of years about it and and you know what I always used to tell him, and <clears throat> um, until I until I heard uh, Bart uh -huh. uh, and his whole Bart Sabrella is who he's talking about, guys. He was on the show. He was on an episode with us. Yeah, Bart Sabrella. Yeah, uh, Bart Sabrella. A funny and, thing happened on the way to the moon. This was his show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and his book, is, uh, book is Moon Man. Yeah, I read his book and uh, I I thought it was great. Um, the the thing about it is. Um, I mean, from, from that whole interaction, I discovered I'd heard about it, but I had never really researched it. Uh -huh. was the Van Allen radiation belt. Yeah. And guys, if, and nobody, nobody that I have been able to find denies the facts about the, the radiation belt out there uh -huh. and, and if that's true, it's absolutely impossible that we ever did go to the moon. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. just, it's just impossible. You can stop the argument right there. Yeah. And, um, so, so I, I'm on the I'm on the same page with uh, uh, you. Brought up the the constellation in Orion, wow. and it's uh, uh, what four point six light years or something like that. Yeah. Four, let, let's say 4.5 you, you times that by 6 trillion that's like 27 trillion miles away that's just that's just the closest star right how are we ever going to go there how does anybody expect us to believe that we're ever going to go there i mean uh, the more you look at it um it, it the more ridiculous that it gets it's even mentioned in job like how did how did if you go through astrology or astronomy and and you and you and you read about it. If you get if you really get into it, Orion's Belt and Pallades, which is like a little, it's a small constellation uh, up there, but it's 
if you believe in gravity and stuff like that, and, and I don't know what anybody believes in anymore because I'm, I don't even <laughs> want to fence about everything now. So, uh, everything and, has come into question, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> But it says, he says, how do you know what, what, how this place was built? You know, you know, how, how do you know that I, who, 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 uh, I forgot was, who, who lastened, uh, Orion's belt and who, uh, who keeps the Pleiades together, you know, because, but it's weird. If you look at it, they just found out that those group of stars share a gravitational pull together. So how does, how does, how do they know that? How did Job know that in the Bible that, that, he, that, all, that God, that God, would know these things and this was back then way way this is like the oldest book in the bible is joe yeah. how, how would he know this stuff this is stuff they're studying now and it's like man he's telling you right there like were you My, there when i built this place were you there when i built the foundations were you there and if you were stand up and tell me you know be a man and and, and stand up but you can't because none of you were there so it's, it's i like to when everybody puts their twist on everything i don't know i always say i don't know what it is <laughs> I have no idea if the world is flat or if the world is round or if we have planets or if we have, if those stars are are not stars. If 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 all I know is that it is very very difficult these days to to find out the truth, to know what is really true. You have it's very to difficult to believe these guys too about it. Yeah, of course. The van. Okay, you brought up the Van Allen Van Allen radiation belt. That's interesting. There's also a thermosphere too out there. That's supposed to be, I mean, I have it in my notes. I, 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 don't, I don't want to just be guessing, but I think it's 1,200 degrees Celsius. So right. how big of cojones do you have to have to know that you're about to travel through 1,200 degrees Celsius? You're going to be traveling through a radiation belt that you could die. Uh, if, you, if, if one of these, they say that on the moon, there's like a bunch of like little tiny asteroids supposedly that are hitting the moon at all times. You have this little glass in front of your face. You're playing golf on the moon like it's nothing. Um, you have this fake picture of, the, of Earth in the back of you. That's that, dude. That that, it's just it's just hilarious how they did it. But uh, it's just a, it's just a dude. Like they said on the song "Red Hot Chili Peppers," space is made in a Hollywood basement. That's literally what they're doing. Uh, even think about this. This is a crazy thing too, Pastor Jim. If we're since we're on the moon landing thing, think about the space station. They say that it's going, it's orbiting the earth at 17,000 miles an hour. Think about this, Pastor Jim. A bullet moves at 1,800 miles an hour, okay? That is, that is lightning fast, a bullet. That, it's going nine times faster than a bullet orbiting the earth. And they just pull a ship up to it and have a, a guy just hop on like it's nothing? This is crazy. And they say we're rotating around the, the, uh, the sun at 66,600 miles an hour. So you're rotating at 17,000 miles an hour. We're going around the sun at 66,600 miles an hour. And these guys are just okay with landing on the space station like it's no problem. This is all insane. When you, when you become an adult and you start fathoming these numbers, because when you're a kid and they teach you about space in school, you believe it all because you're just brought up that way, right? You're just like, you hey, believe. so I just think, I mean, Everything you're saying in the book so far that I'm reading, I'm totally agreeing with. And I see how they're trying to deceive us with the alien thing. I just was, I, I know it's going to be a different episode. We can go on. I just take it a step further. And I think they're deceiving us about a lot of other things besides that, even NASA. And it, it, the Bible, I think it states that we are stationary, geocentric, at least. Maybe it doesn't say we're flat, but it says that the moon sun stopped for 24 hours in the book of Joshua, right? So right. I believe that the moon, sun, and the stars rotate around us. The Bible, I think, is clear on that. Uh, there's just a lot of different stuff. But, hey, I don't want to get into that. We'll get into the book part. Let's get into the you know what, you know what, aliens. Before I go, you know what I heard today? I was listening, and, and I heard that there's this thing that, that primates ate mushrooms, like psychedelic mushrooms, and be, started to become smarter, and that's how you got humans. And I'm like... Oh my gosh, man! People, <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You eat mushrooms. The, the monkeys ate mushrooms, and they started to evolve. They found out about fire. And oh gosh, I was like, "Are you kidding me? You will believe <laughs> this? You people will believe? Take some ayahuasca, man, and you'll and you will believe. I mean, these guys will believe anything now. They'll put it. You know what, man? I I'm like, you every people want to be duped, man. It's like the the Instagram and everything is now the National Enquirer. It's all turned into this. All this stuff is now. <laughs> It's like Abe Lincoln found you know, <laughs> teaching a class, eating nachos. I took a picture of him with it. It's like, what is, you guys are well, really. 
you know, you guys, you guys talk about conspiracy theories all the time. I'm a, I'm a big believer that there are some major conspiracy spirit, uh, conspiracy theories in the Bible that have been pushed for thousands of years. And evolution is one of the big, biggest ones, Jason. I mean, I mean, even now, you know, as, as, um, again, it's hard, it's hard to know what to believe. But if you if you believe uh, what science is telling us today about DNA, there's no way that there's no way that we evolved from anything. And, and there's no way that the races were all came from the same place. So um, it, it's just it's like you said, when, when you find so much BS. Yeah, it's just hard to believe anything they're telling us anymore, isn't it? Yeah, you, you got to think about it. Guys, they're saying that a size of a pin, there was so much energy, it exploded 13.8 billion years ago, and everything, the planets and everything came together, not by God, but by gravity. So by all the planets came together by gravity. That's how everything was created. They're selling that to you in a big package, evolution, the Big Bang and the heliocentric Earth all to every single kid in class. And they're not even telling you it's a theory. They're telling you that it's fact. They use and they're providing, hold on, Jason. And they're providing you with pictures with, from the James Webb Telescope. And look up that gentleman. He's a 33 degree Mason. Okay. They named it after him. You know, what's those guys, you know, they're worshiping Satan without letting us know. And they're, they're providing you pictures of different galaxies. And they're saying that they're trillions upon trillions of trillions of miles away. The reason why they're telling you that is so that you believe the Big Bang Theory. Because it travel because light takes so long to travel to us. So they keep selling you lie after lie after lie to prove their Big Bang Theory, which was came up from George Lamont, which was a Jesuit priest in the 1920s. It's all a big package deal to sell to people to, to, to do what? To take all these people that go to college and, and, and push them away from who? From God. They're trying to push everybody away from God so that they don't believe in the God of the Bible. They want people to believe that it's all rubbish and that science, which is a religion too, believe me, as science is real. They want you to believe the science. But people are finally waking up, Pastor Jim. After this whole thing happened this time, you know, the, uh, you know, the, I don't even want to say it because we're on YouTube. After this whole thing happened and all this stuff came out with the uh, since 2019, you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, people are finally waking up to know that we are being deceived and lied to it, and they're slowly waking up. You know, so it's good. That's a good. That's a good part. Jay, go ahead. I'm sorry, brother. I was just saying that they 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 tell you they, they use it like this. They say, well, what if God meant it to be that way? What if God used the Big Bang? And that's how everything was created or he, or he, you know, he used evolution. How do you know that wasn't his plan? But that's like, dude, it doesn't say that in the Bible. It doesn't line up. Nothing of this stuff lines up. I mean, my great, 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 great grandma does not look like a monkey. Right, <laughs> you, know, right, you, look, right. you, you could go back a long time, dude. And you ain't going to find no monkey in the family until you get to like, <laughs> maybe may, may, may an inbred few in Kentucky, but I don't know. About, about, about the, I don't know about, not about like, a monkey though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about no monkey. I just, I just don't, it's like they use it to, and like, it's like when we were kids, we get, my dad taught us about the Bible. And before that, when my dad was, his dad really didn't talk about the Bible. He just got into it through the Jesus, uh, the Jesus craze back in the, in the sixties and seventies when, you know, everyone wanted to be a, like a Jesus freaky stuff. And it didn't matter if you were in sandals or Calvary Chapel movement, stuff like that. You'd go there and be accepted to be uh, to worship. But before that, you know, it was Bible, Bible. Dude, you go through the Southern, it's Bible, 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 God, God, God. But now it's like they stop that. And it's like God is starting to like dwindle away. So you, you just keep doing doing And after a while, you taught God out of the, out of the session, you know, you taught him like that. Now you've got underground churches and stuff going on because God is not accepted anymore. He's, and it's weird because it, it went so long where it, God broke through and kept, kept coming to keep, keep staying in. He had to, you know, restart it in Genesis yet, you know, uh, the new Testament had to go through a whole bunch of stuff just to, just to redeem us. And we're going to, you know, and you're going to waste it by, by saying that you believe that you believe utterly, that there is no God or, or, or 
you know, God is just the energy. He, he's inside. He's in everything. He's inside of you. He's, he's his love. He'll never send you to hell. You know, uh, God of love will never, you know, never destroy your soul. Never, okay. Up. So what it says, what it says in uh second Thessalonians verses two, one through four, um, it's actually talking about that, uh, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. The man, the, the man of sinless is revealed, the son of perdition, right? So there's going to be a falling away, you know? So all this stuff is, is like Jason was talking about. It's, it's, all, it's all true. And it's talking about it in, in 2 Thessalonians. Paul speaks of this. So um, it's, it's here. So and, that- and, and one other thing, Josh, that I'd like to point out, you know, before we get off of the Big Bang Theory, you know the one thing they never want to talk about? Where did that where did that compressed matter come from? Yeah. Exactly. You know, it just appeared or something, you know. I mean, the whole thing's ridiculous. <laughs> it's by it, chance. They're it, saying it, that you were made by chance. I was talking to my 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 aunt about this. It was she goes, Man, I wish our family never uh, you know moved away from Kentucky. And I said, I'm glad they did because I never would have been born. My dad would have never met my mom and, and, you know, never would have saw her in the front yard and, you know, hooked up with her. And, and, and you know what I mean? Like there's so many things to come together for you just to show up in this world, millions of sperm into one egg and you show up. That's not by chance. And that's, they make you think that you're just a number and that you're worthless and that you're just a, basically a test bunny for this world. You're not, you're meant for so much more. And people just lay this sign where they they don't care about it anymore. Like, like you were saying, Jim, uh, you were lost and you had no purpose. And but if you kept going down that road, Satan would have won and said, look, now, now, see, now, now I got a good one. Jim was a good one, but he never came back to you. So he's mine now. But right. God, God, you had an ear and, and you had a, you're spiritual and you're already. So you had an ear. And, and now, now, now look at you. You're, you're in the, you're, 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 you're on the good side and you're, you know, you're on the winning side at all times. And so are we. So but it just takes a lot to get there. But like I said, it, we're not just chance. We just didn't show up out of nowhere. God, God knew you before the beginning of time. He knew you before everything. The womb. Yeah. Yes. He knew what you're going to be. He, he, he made you exactly how you're supposed to be to, and if you don't, you know, endure the hardships, you're, there's, there's, everything's not going to be easy and it's not going to always be the, uh, money coming in or anything but if you go through and you pray and you keep on it and you, you know that god's the only one that's really helping you out and everything no matter what you do and you, you'll be fine you'll be just fine you can you can come you can overcome anything that's what i said i, I agree and, and you know the the thing about it is is <clears throat> as far as not knowing what's what's true and what isn't true you know there's a there's a few things that we do know Absolutely. I mean, one thing, um, I don't know about you guys, but I know for sure that there are, there's something that we call UFOs or uh, flying saucers. There's these things that are in our atmosphere out here that do crazy things that nobody else can do. We know Mm -hmm. those. And, and you go back to Ezekiel, Josh, um, we're given a great we're given a great description of that vehicle that God came down and with his throne and, and uh, met with Ezekiel in that first chapter of Ezekiel, right down to, it talks about the portholes where you can see the, the living beings on the inside of the, the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we do know, I mean, there are some things that we do know. But the explanation that quote unquote science gives us is just every day it's becoming less and less acceptable, you know? Yeah, um, I think it's interesting. So let me ask you a question. So, because we, we had um, Ali Sayadatan on, he, he also wrote, you know, he, he made a great documentary and, and he, he believes that that's how angels travel. Uh, you know, fallen angels and regular angels. Uh, I believe I've heard him say that before. So, do you believe that that's how fallen angels have to travel, or is that the way that they do travel? Do you believe they have to use that to travel, or do you believe that, um, you know, or do you believe that only fallen angels use uh, UFOs? Do you believe that there's good angels and bad angels use, using UFOs? What, what's your belief on that? Do you believe that they don't they have to use it or don't don't have to use it? 
Yeah, I, I totally believe that they're the vehicles of the supernatural. Um, you know, one of the things that kind of, um, um, I don't know, it, it's, it's stuck in my head all these years that Von Donegan uh, said when he was talking about that first chapter of Ezekiel, he said, uh, supposedly, for the Jesuits, by the way, wow. uh, he was translating the Bible into some other language, and he said, here's this vehicle that lands on this mountain and it's, you know, and he goes in my head, I said, why would God or the angels have to use a vehicle to travel? And um, to me, it's, it, it makes a lot of sense because, um, you know, I believe they're coming from a different dimension. Okay. And I believe those vehicles uh, are how they travel. And we know, we know from the Bible that there's, when we talk about uh, supernatural beings, angels, fallen or otherwise, we know that they have a material sense to their bodies. They reproduced with women, right? They reproduced uh, with women. Yep. And, and they also ate with humans. They grabbed a human uh hebrews 13 1 you know verses 1 and 2 paul says you never know when you're entertaining an angel right so like you, you know right. if you're, you're talking to strangers you never know. so that means they come in human form fallen angels and regular angels are going to look the same as well okay we're not going to see fallen angels looking like some demon with some crazy horns and then the regular angels look like perfect pure humans you know what i mean uh exactly. I've, I've also heard uh i don't know if this is speculation but i've also heard that they might have uh, uh, maybe blondish hair and blue eyes. I'm not sure if that's true. Uh, that's speculation from some somebody. They talked about Noah when he was born. They said, you know, this might be in the book of Enoch, not more, so much the Bible. They say he had like blondish hair, blue eyes. They said oh, that he looks white. like this. Yeah, they say that he looked he looked like more oh. like uh, like the. Uh, so there's yeah, a lot man. of stuff. My whole point is there's a lot of stuff about angels I don't believe people know about. <laughs> you know, they just think that fallen angels are demons. I and regular angels are the good angels and they look like uh, pure people. And then the, the other ones look evil and black and disgusting. And you know what I mean? Like looking like uh, with horns and all that stuff. That's not, I don't believe right. that's true. Uh, the Bible, the Bible pretty much uh, describes angels as being always male uh -huh. and being fair. And in a couple of places I can think of having long hair. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know about the blonde, but that could be. Yeah, um, I just heard that from this gentleman that uh, he wrote a book and he was studying like the book of Enoch, the book of Noah, and also the Bible and kind of putting his perception on it. Because I guess when Noah was born, they say that he had white hair and, and, and blue eyes. And, and then the, his dad was saying that he looks like, uh, you know, like one of the sons of God, right? Which is the sons of God in the Bible are, uh, are, are like, uh, you know, sons of God in the Bible are going to be angels, right? Um I just thought that was interesting. I was gonna say. Oh, he say he looks like he looks like a son. The the son the the he looked he looked like one of the ones that were supposed to be destroyed. The abominations. That's why he's, they wanted to hide him. But it, but everyone discredits the book of Enoch. But I I don't. If you go to Ethiopia, they they have eighty what was it eighty three books in their Bible. You yeah, know, it's just uh, not it's not canon for us now. Not here's the thing because it was taken out because it sounds too like mythology. It sounds yeah. too much cartoony, and they're like it's hard for people to explain. Because yeah, yeah, but why why are you taking that out? Because it it, could be, it it was the same language they were using. The rabbis used the same language. The rabbis did teach that version of the of the of the of the fallen angels, and 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 it and it sounds mo way more. How do you say legit? It sounds I, more true when you started reading through it, and you start, you put it together. Well, you to to understand it, I think Pastor Jim would probably like uh, maybe agree with this. You have to have a grasp on a lot of things in the Bible first before you can actually take the book of Enoch. If it is, if it is a hundred percent, cause I'm not sure either. Cause I don't know if you can hiss. I don't know if about the historicity where you could track it back to Enoch. That's the only thing for me. That's why I don't know. That's why I don't take it and say, Hey, this is the word of God right here. I just, I don't, because I don't believe you could track it back to Enoch and I don't think they ever have. I think the historicity of it is different than the other books of the Bible. That's personally for me. Who, but, who took it out of the Bible? But listen, this is my only, my whole thing is, um, I believe you have to have dug into the Bible 
and, and really get a grasp on the Bible. And then if you go to the book of Enoch, you can accept it and understand it. But people that just, if you don't ever read the Bible and then you just pick up the book of Enoch and then you're just, you're going to think it's just mythology, but I, it's a little easier to swallow that type of stuff. I think pastor Jim and Jason, when you actually study the-, the flood, he speaks about this, the, the Gentile, the, 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 the light of the Gentiles, which will be the son of man, which, or, which will be God would be Jesus. He speaks about that. He speaks about end times prophecies. He's, he's all through there. He basically is kind of like Ezekiel book, but like it tells you about the beginning and the end, like to where like you can understand it because it kind of touched. I think they took it out because it spoke about things that they didn't want them other people to know, like how these people learned their mysticism or how they learned how to, you know, they learned about makeup. They learned about abortions. They learned about, uh, they learned about uh, uh, metals and 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 how to how trees and roots and stuff like that could cure things and they start that's when they started and fire and then even says you guys you guys taught them the a, a blip of what I know so you guys aren't even touching the crust of what can go on you guys are just teaching them this little baby crap how to fight wars and stuff you guys are all punished and you punish them because you defiled something that God made it doesn't take <clears throat> it doesn't take the uh, the blame off of Eve and humans and, and, and Adam for sinning for doing what they did, but it kind of makes it, it kind of gets you to think where God forgave us because we're duped. We've been duped into, into, into believing something that wasn't true because we were, we, we were just, it was just easily, easily. Hey, hold on, hold on really quick. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break. Give me one sec. Hold on guys. All right, we're back guys. All right, Pastor Jim, you could uh, respond with the book of Enoch stuff or however you want to, wherever no, you want to take it. I'll tell you what I think about the book of Enoch. I think if you read the book of Enoch, which I, I did quite a while ago, it's been a while, so I'm no, I don't claim to be an expert on it. But if there's something in the book of Enoch that agrees with the Bible, then I'd say that probably is true. If you find things that kind of veer off in other directions, then I don't know. I, I wouldn't give that much credence. Now, from the research that I've done on the book of Enoch, I don't think it was written until about 200 AD. So uh, that's one of the problems. And they can't, they, they haven't ever really been able to nail down who the author was. You know, it's, it's written in the name of Enoch, but you know that was that was a long that that book would have been around for a long long time if if Enoch had read it. Other yeah. than that, I, I, you know, it's very interesting, and and I think what it does is it gives us a great um, view in what could be about angels, and uh, it goes into a lot more description about uh, angels and and uh, the supernatural than uh, the canonized. Bible actually does. Along, along those lines, one other thing I'd like to point out to you guys, we were talking about the physical makeup of the supernatural. Uh, you know, Jesus gave us a great example too, when he returned and walked through the wall where, where the apostles and disciples were sitting after he'd been crucified. He walked through that wall and yet he put his hand out to Thomas and had him feel his hand. So um, there's there's a very mysterious, uh, it's different than flesh, but there's definitely a material makeup of the supernatural body. And back to the flying saucers, absolutely. I think they, they have to use those to get here. And I think the good ones use them as well as the bad ones. Um, one of the things that we were talking about today is uh, earlier was um, how, you know, if you look at giants in, uh, in the skeletal remains of giants, we find them throughout the world. We find them in Africa. We find them in India. We find them in Mexico. We find them in America. And a lot of them aren't that old. Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, the ones that they found up around um, uh, New Hampshire and um, uh, Minnesota up in northern United States, they, the carbon dating, they were claiming that they may have only been four or 500 years old. So, you know, what, what, what my view of it is, 
is that the fallen angels were sexually attracted to human females to a degree that they were willing to go against God and, and be in danger of eternal damnation. The first one that we know of for sure with Noah. And from that point over, and, and even in, in that scripture, it says that they came again later. But I think they, I think um, there's a real good possibility that they've been coming every now and then. And, uh, and that's why we find remains all over the place. Oh, uh, you, you think that they've been coming like what the, uh, do you think the giant, the giants that they're finding, are, are they finding them that they're, that they're like, they're from pre, I mean, after the flood, is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, well, like I said, I, I, if I, I could be mistaken, but I believe the ones found here in America, the carbon dating said that they were within four or five hundred years. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, Bill, uh, wild, wild, uh, was it Wild Bill? Yeah, yeah. He wrote a book where they, the Indians, that's why they say how they, they, they make jokes about the how, how, how. No, but they wanted to see if you had six fingers because if you had six <laughs> fingers, they were killing you. You're dead. You were done. They were afraid of them. They were like, hey, man, you don't even know about these guys. He said he, they found like a giant femur bone and things. And he's they telling these stories of these guys that would rip apart Buffalo with their bare hands and by on the run. And you're like, you're crazy, dude. There's no. So, yes. And they said they were red haired and, and they were, you know, they were just big. And, and, and there there's stories of them even being in Catalina Island. Uh, uh, off the off of uh, of the coast of California, they, they said they dug up some remains out there that were huge. They were huge, huge people. Well, they say huge people, but yeah, I I, I agree with you. You know, who knows what you have to? Who knows what? Because uh, it says uh, Ocaterium, which is like just a habitat, your habitation. So maybe they shed that 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 vehicle type of thing to become. You know, you got to become. You come on the earth like that. You got you got to be human. So you will be, you will be able to mingle with 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 people and 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 i don't know i don't know how you would risk you know god you know if you knew god was real and you were you know you were you were sent out by him to do things and you went against him and you knew he was real and you knew all of it was was not just a story and you still def, you know defiled you did something that was so abominable to him like it was abominations him you risk that just for a for a, for a for a, a life as a human, you know, man. You know, that must be pretty special. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you're if you're gonna risk that to have children, all that stuff with, with you know, God's gonna wipe them out. You know, God's gonna be furious when he finds out. He's not gonna change his mind. He's not gonna be so. You know, he's not gonna be like, hey, you know, okay, we'll we'll let you go because you were you, you know I created you. you. You defiled one of his creations, and and so that must mean I feel like that must mean we're pretty special. If 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 if, a, exactly. if an angelic being comes down and wants to you know pro, pro, procreate with us, what does that mean? What are we? What are we? What's going on there? Like, is it a DNA thing? Did you know did the devil want to, you know, stop the Messiah from being made by breeding it, breeding us out with 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 these nephilim? I don't know, but sounds like it to me it's one a, of the one of the most amazing things to me that one of the biggest mysteries, I guess I would say, is we know from the Bible that satan knows that he's been condemned to death right yeah and and yet he for some reason he still thinks he can win this thing uh yeah. to me i find that mysterious um you know what i'm saying yeah and, and to the same to the same degree now now i have i differ a little bit with you guys on the giants in that i don't believe the giants were able to reproduce and I believe that that's why we don't see tribes of giants all over the place. If, I mean, uh, logically, you would think that a, a giant would be more survivable than, you know, one of us that are five foot eight. And, uh, um, but yet they aren't. And we, we find the skeletal uh, remains of them in small pockets. It's like they came... They had offspring, the offspring didn't do anything, and then they went somewhere else. And, and, um, and I think it, it all, it's like, um, well, it's a mystery. It's, but, but what you were saying, Jason, is absolutely right. How, how 
would you be willing to give that up knowing knowing god and what he said and yet uh, you're risking eternal damnation by by doing the opposite so that's yeah it's interesting can you guys hear me right now yeah, yeah. man i don't know why but this feedback is crushing my ears right now but okay so uh you guys all came up with a lot of good points but um did you say, Pastor Jim, you don't believe that the that the giants were able to reproduce? Do you, did you feel like the like because a lot of people feel like part of the reason why um, God did the flood was to take out that DNA, right? Was to was to uh, take out that unpure DNA. And in the Bible, when it talks about Noah having, uh, you know, pure, uh, I, I don't remember what word they use in the Bible. Uh, his line was his, his bloodline was his blood was uh, it's like basically saying he wasn't tainted. His yeah, it was, it was so perfect. In, do you so so you don't believe that uh, a lot of like that DNA just kept just you know like basically spreading out to all these different uh, people and and uh, you know like that Nephilim DNA or did you feel like it they just did it one time then they just had giants and then it just stopped How, what what do you feel like? <clears throat> well, I I think that well actually what the Bible says is that Noah and his sons and wives and their wives were the only ones left with a pure pedigree. In other words, they were the only ones left that hadn't been tainted by the uh, by the fallen fallen angels. Um, the um, the reason why I don't think that uh, they may. I mean, I'm not saying that they. Uh, is absolutely couldn't reproduce, but I think they had a terrible time. Uh, and I think maybe uh, if they could, their offspring were fragile or because we just don't see them. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me that um, uh, we don't see giants running around if they, if they were able to uh, reproduce and, and become a viable part of, of this this uh, flesh world how do you how do you feel about like the raphaim you know like after the flood you know they said that there was uh there was excuse me like in numbers they talk about giants after the flood what do you mm -hmm. think about that well like i said i think the fallen angels have come back a lot of times oh okay i think, I think their desire for uh uh human women is tremendous and uh, they have, this has happened several times. And that's why I would, I would say if in the Eastern part of the United States, we actually have, isn't it, isn't it funny how all these uh, skeletal remains just disappear too? Oh yeah, from the, the Smithsonian? The Smithsonian Institute <laughs> and you know, all this stuff. But, but if they were actually only four or 500 years old, then uh, then that would that would tend to point to the idea that they were back back in those days, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so. I got to try to get this buzzing sound to stop. <laughs> I'm gonna, I think I'm going to stop. Maybe Take we got like an off, bro. Take your headphones off, bro, and just put it on a regular speaker. Oh, it's still doing it, dude. It's still like it's going. Dang. So. Uh, maybe I'll stop. Uh, I don't know if I want to stop the me the meeting, but I would like to. It's uh ten forty, man. It's really uh, bothering my ears. It's hard, but <laughs> it's um, so hard. Um, I don't know if I could stop the meeting and restart. Like, in you know, we'll just finish at eleven. You guys down with that? I just don't want to make a a, a part two video. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you think. Uh... Whatever you think is the best, Josh. Uh, I just don't. No. Well, you're live right now, dude. So if you're if you're gonna, you might as well just like let's just roll out with it and just finish it out. We got like, or unless you want to, we'll just finish it up. Let's do that, Jim. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? Like that? That uh, I I just, it's like it's so hard for me because it's just going. Meh. Uh, it's, it's, it's tough. How, how I don't know could, how's it? How's it work without the headphones? Can you deal with it without headphones? uh well it's not if i if i take it out i can kind of can you guys hear me yeah, yeah. i don't know what it sounds like uh without it it's like can you take it off let's, let's talk can you can you hear us josh i just want to make sure that it's not um can you hear us yeah i can hear you 
Oh, they, there's no beer. There's no. I don't hear nothing like that, bro. I don't, hear, uh, yeah, I don't hear the thing. Wow. You know, your, your your headphones might be the one of the little things might be messed up in there, and that's why you got no feedback. Maybe. I don't know. Well, it's doing it on my computer too, bro. Oh, I don't hear nothing though. Uh, I'm saying, hey, Jim, are you? You say you're a pastor. You guys say, do you? Uh, uh, Go ahead, Jay. Take over because this thing's gonna be yeah, tripping. Go ahead. Pastor, is that is that the is that what you is that what? Uh, well, I, I'm retired. I I um, I started a church out here. I, I was actually ordained uh, a couple of times. I was ordained back in the 70s, and then, like I was telling you, I had this terrible crisis of faith, and um, um, I I was uh, ordained again in the late 80s, and we started a church here locally and um did you teach this uh, the angel uh this type of view to to your like did you speak about this like the nephilim and then the and the fall oh, yeah okay so Absolutely. You know, okay cool right on because most a lot of pulpits they're not doing that right now and and they're not even teaching the opposite view of stuff they're just going with whatever they whatever they were taught just to be like hey you know what i want my but you but what you're doing is you're 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 screwing your flock up man if, if you're not you're giving them if you're not giving them like all the views so they could go on and say you know what this is what actually sounds right, you know. This this type of stuff is secondary doctrine. I don't think you're going to go to hell for whatever you believe. The angels are fallen angels or not, or I feel like that is 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 a, is a, a doctor that's going to talk to talk about not, not not argue about, but you know, do your points and and that's right. why I feel it is Have if a good discussion you, about. Yeah, if it brings you closer to God, hey, more, if it pushes you away, there you go. You got to think twice about uh, talking about it, but. Yeah, I, I, when I go, when I go to my church now, I'm like, man, I'm trying to, I'm going through churches. You're trying to find like which one's right or which one's wrong. Well, see, for you. That, that's the problem that I have. Um, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you guys. And, um, and I, I am, uh, I, I, I run our website, which has a Bible study and has uh, different things. And I do some videos and stuff, but I don't, uh, to be a, to be an active pastor, I mean, you got to work with the people every day and it's a full-time job plus overtime, you know, and, and so I retired from that when I went to Nicaragua. Um, and, um, when I came back, I started the, I started the website. So <clears throat> I, um, I don't claim to be an active uh, everyday pastor, uh, going out and, um, uh, meeting with people. I meet with people pretty much online now and, and, um, that's about all I can handle. But, um, I, I have taught, I've taught the, uh, fallen angels and the, the, um, um, the giants and the Nephilim and, uh, for, since I've been teaching, so that's perfect. Yeah, because I'll tell you, that's what the Bible says. I mean, uh, there's a, there's a lot of people that I have run into give Enoch the Book of Enoch a lot of. Um, they they came to the Book of Enoch because of uh, the stories in there about the fallen angels and the giants and so on and so forth. But I say the same exact story is in the canonized version of the bible it's in it's in genesis and... six genesis six yeah right it's right there oh. yeah for sure yeah i think a lot of a lot i think some of the pastors are afraid to to dive into some stuff you know because it's hard for them to explain scientifically so when it goes against science they, they don't i don't think you know a lot of a lot of them you know they want to keep their their people or coming and coming back so when they when they dig into stuff like that, which I think is like the meat of the Bible that people need to know. I mean, you see that God was sending uh, people in to destroy men, women, and children of a whole entire tribe. What do people right. that are that are um, new age or, or atheists, what do they do? They hit people like us right away with, why would he kill men, women, and children of a tribe? That's terrible. You know, like there's certain ways to explain that by going back to Genesis 6 and that, you know, the tainted DNA or you know, the Nephilim or stuff like that, you know? So I think it's, that's, I think uh, people need to take heave, you know, and, and start to teach what's in the Bible. And it doesn't matter what science says, let your right. foundation be the Bible only, 
And whatever science says, who cares? Because they're- If it agrees with it, great. If it doesn't, then it's not true. It's, there we go. Exactly. I agree. So I love this conversation. But let's uh, let's let's uh, set up another date, Pastor Jim, if we can. We'll get deeper. We'll get deeper into the angels or aliens. I think we went a lot of different places here, which was great. You know, I, th- I think it was a great podcast. We appreciate having you on. Thank you so much for coming on. Any last words that you want to talk to uh, the audience about before we uh, before we end? <clears throat> Just that uh, people. I, um, I I would pray that people look at the facts and ask God for guidance and they will see how ridiculous so much of this stuff is. And I would also uh, uh, warn people that you should be prepared because um, if we if we know anything about this uh, government and uh, the uh, psyops going on out there, they are pushing the whole alien thing for one big reason because they're going to use it somewhere down the road. And uh, I, I believe, and it's the premise of the book, that that that, that is going to be the lie of, of uh, Antichrist is that they're extraterrestrials from, a, from another galaxy far, far away. <laughs> they want us to believe they're from another planet, you know, so... <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's so funny. So second Thessalonians are talking about the big lie. So I'm going to read a little more of your book. Um, if we can, maybe we could try to have you on in September and we'll lock a, a subject up and we'll just go into it. I think so far, I think we did. I think it was a great podcast. Jason, do you have any last words at all? I, I, I just, uh, it was, I like Jim. He's a, he's a, he's a good guy. And, and it's, it's, a, uh, I didn't get to see his book or read it, but I, I get the gist of it now because I, I, it's just the way he, he's pretty passionate about what he's doing. But hey, I agree with him totally, you know, read the, try to dig through all the stuff that you, that you can find. And re, like they always say, be a self-teacher, read the languages, try to find out what, what, it, what, it, what was really, what it really meant. Just don't read a sentence out of it and be like, okay, let's build a doctrine off of this and make a religion off of this. No, just read the whole, read the context, make sure that you got it down and then, you know, it's okay to read other books and about, about it. It's, it's okay to, to veer off and, 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 and try to find the view that, that, that fits the criteria. But, you know, the Bible is very, 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 very spiritually written by someone, something I believe that's God not written by God, but it's the words of God. And, and it's, it's, it's ironclad. Uh, it's the truth. It's yes. The truth. Yes. Whatever. I, I would. I would encourage anybody that's listening to this, Justin, that they pray. They pray and ask for guidance on all of this stuff. To to because sooner or later we're going to figure it all out. It's going to become pretty clear what's going on, and um, and with God's help, hey. We're going to be able to stand against the fiery darts of Satan. Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, for sure. All right. Well, let's uh, end this in prayer. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for this clear connection. Uh, we appreciate you introducing us to Pastor Jim. Um, and uh, I just want to pray for his ministry, uh, help people to subscribe to his channel, uh, help people to get led to his book. Um, and we appreciate everything you do for us, Lord. Thank you so much. We want to pray for anybody that's going through any type of uh, stronghold right now, Lord, please take that away from them. Any type of drug addiction, porn addiction, anything like that, Lord, please help them to uh, use the shield of faith to, uh, to, to break away from these, uh, these chains, Lord. Thank you so much for everything you do for us. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody, amen. thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe. Please share it with a friend. Please hit the like button and please check out Jim and uh, check out his book. I'll leave his uh, his website in the description so you guys can check it out. And we'll have Pastor Jim back on in September. Uh, thank you guys so much. We love you guys and we appreciate you.